0: Levels levels. Levels levels. So it's um it's been two weeks since we last recorded. It may take me a second here to get all
1: set up. I think I may need to fix my mic. Yeah, no problem. I get it. I need to work on my timing a little bit. I I don't I don't even remember how we start the show.
0: Hi, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Again, <laughs> this is the third try at recording because my mic, like, oh, levels look good. Okay, yeah, you know,
1: <sighs> it's one of those I- weeks. I don't understand why you can't get your act together when it comes to your microphone. I don't know. That just, I mean, it seems to me like a professional podcaster. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. That's been me, hasn't it? Never mind. You're fine. I support you. It's my turn. Yeah.
0: Once every 40. Welcome to episode 40.
1: How about that? Episode 40. Wow. I know, right? (sighs) Yeah. Every time I look at the episodes, it does... There is there is the side of me that goes, wow, episode 40. Look at that. That's impressive. But the flip side of it is I know when we started recording this and I know why we started recording this. <laughs> and to know that we've been doing this for 39 straight weeks and nothing's changed. <laughs> you know what? We're going to keep recording this every week until we finally get it right. That long? Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you old... you.
0: Young whippersnappers, snappers get off my lawn. Doing a podcast.
1: Yeah, that was just me yesterday, but that was just I mean, they shouldn't be on my lawn anyway. I don't even have a lawn, but they you shouldn't be on it. I'm Like no. wait,
0: wait, hold on, back up. Where did you get a lawn?
1: No, 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 I don't have one of those. No. You have you have smelly turf. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is that. Yeah. They can be on that all they want. That's fine.
0: Uh, we uh, Let's see. We don't have a guest this week, but we do want to give extra thanks to Mark Felderman for joining us for Turkey Week last week and his fourth
1: episode. That was great. That was super. Thanks, Mark. Thanks again, Mark. Yep. Thank you, Mark. And by the way, just so it doesn't sound like you're, you're taking a shot at him. It was it was it was Turkey week because it was Thanksgiving week, not because Mark was our guest. It, that sounded weird when you said that. I just anyway, I just want to make that clear. It was it was Thanksgiving. So
0: thanks thanks for clearing that up, making sure that there's no no confusion about that. Because
1: yeah, we wouldn't want there to be. I, I'm just saying. I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but you know, let's just look. We can barely afford the intern. I don't need we don't need legal. <laughs>
0: So, okay. So if we jump, that's a good transition to jump right into feedback. I got asked if our intern's name was Kevin. Oh,
1: that'd be great. Is that legal to say we're looking for an intern must be named? Well, here's the thing. Doesn't need to be named Kevin. Just must answer to Kevin. (laughs) What's your intern's name? Kevin. I don't think so. It doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) It doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) Did I send? Did I send you the hiring thing? Yes, because it was on Facebook. Because it was an ad to me. Uh, I sent you this like the day after Thanksgiving. Oh. Is your business hiring? Oh. Many people are currently looking for jobs. Post a job to help people in your community find work. Oh, post yeah. open positions. I'm like, oh, we could post the intern
1: job. There we go. There we somehow they knew. They knew we were looking for an intern. Facebook
0: knew. Facebook always knows. Uh, don't
1: get me started. Anyway, no, that's <clears throat> it's fine. It's perfectly. It's perfectly
0: fine. Let's see uh, other feedback that we got. Greg, listener number seventeen. Greg writes, uh, "Dear Dwayne and Todd, in honor of the last few moments of the Thanksgiving special." I have compiled a list of my favorite baseball players who did not play for that team.
1: This is going to blow Mark's mind. Okay. (laughs) No, that's, that's not how any of this works. Okay. So, so did he send us a few? He,
0: he did. Do we need to recap this at the end of the, at the end of the show? Um, I was supposed to name something about Milwaukee and I named Alan Trammell who played for the Tigers. (laughs) Because, because I care so little about both of those teams. Actually, t- considered we, we we debated naming the episode Brewers Hall of Famer Alan Trammell. Yeah.
1: We just we just didn't want to piss off uh, all the Alan Trammell fans out there who were going to come after us. So we had to both, be careful.
0: Both of them. I look forward to your
1: letters, Mister Mr. and Mrs. Trammell. <laughs>
0: So, so, uh, favorite baseball players who did not play for that team, New York Yankees, John Elway. Oh, I see what this list is. Okay. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, Detroit, John Smoltz, mm-hmm. white Sox, Wade Boggs, <laughs> Boston, Anthony Rizzo, uh, Seattle Kirby Puckett. Mm, okay. Uh, the Miami Marlins, Rogers Hornsby. Uh, uh the Arizona Diamondbacks, Dansby Swanson. I had to Google Dansby Swanson because I thought he just made this name up.
1: <laughs> Wasn't he in the movie 9 to 5? Anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, big, huge mustache, that yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 that yes. guy. Yeah, I can yeah. see him. Yeah. The Philadelphia Phillies, Ricky Henderson. And I went, hold on. Because... Ricky played for nine different teams, (laughs) including Oakland, four different times. This is, of course, thanks to Wikipedia, source of all truth and knowledge. Um, He played for Oakland four different times, the Padres twice, both New York teams, both LA teams, both the Dodgers and the Angels, plus the Newark Bears and the San Diego Surf Dogs. Ricky
1: liked playing baseball.
0: Ricky. Okay, so is that your what's your favorite Ricky quote?
1: The problem is, is I was trying to come up with one, and that that I couldn't come up with it because um, I didn't know we were going to go down a Ricky Henderson uh, uh, rabbit hole. Um, and the problem is, is that when it comes to favorite Ricky quotes, pretty much anything he said can be a favorite quote.
0: <laughs> my favorite, my favorite Ricky story: Harold Reynolds, who played for Seattle, led the league with sixty steals one year. And he got a phone call from Ricky. Have you heard? Have you heard this story?
1: I don't think so. And the
0: phone rings. Henderson here, and this is so. This is Reynolds telling the story. Phone rings. Henderson here. I say, "What's going on, Ricky?" And I think he's calling to congratulate me. And he goes, 60 stolen bases. You'd be ashamed. Ricky would have had sixty at the break." And he click. And he hangs up.
1: <laughs> Sounds about right.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Oh, uh, Ricky, being Ricky, I see. What, I see what Greg's doing there, though. So uh, you could also, if we expanded a little bit, two-time Super Bowl champion, a favorite player. If you go to the NFL, two-time Super Bowl champion uh, from the San Diego Chargers, Eli Manning.
0: <laughs> well, if you're going that direction, uh, four-time Super Bowl champ. Anybody from Minnesota? Well, well,
1: yeah. What I was going with was. San Diego drafted Eli.
0: Oh yeah. Good call. So he was, he was drafted. I
1: see where you went. I see where you went. And then they got rid of him. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, best player, best player to never played for that, for that franchise. Congratulations. There you go.
0: Yeah. Um, Greg also said, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, Sean Dunstan. Here's the thing though. Sean Dunstan actually was with the Cardinals in 99 and 2000. Was he? I had (laughs) fact checking Greg's list is still funny. (laughs) Oh, so Greg said, Greg says, thank you. He was thankful that we entertain him every week. That was what he was thankful for. So, and and we're thankful for the feedback because it gives us content.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, exactly.
0: (laughs) Mark's feedback on his own episode. Okay. He had totally forgotten where the title came from.
1: And then as he's listening, he's like, oh yeah, I said that. <laughs> we quoted him and he's like, I don't understand where this came from. Oh, that's me.
0: He did very carefully Google chicks dig the long ball.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yep. Watched it. Agrees that it was really, really funny. Tried to show it to Becky. And Becky said, just leave me out of you and Twain's nonsense. <laughs> She's not wrong. I mean, she's, she's not wrong. However, we were wrong because we erroneously attributed that ad to ESPN. Was it, was it TBS? No, it was Nike.
1: It was a Nike just do it ad. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, you know what? That's not how I remember it. So as far as I'm concerned, it's still an ESPN ad. It felt like an ESPN it did. ad. It didn't did, it? It? right? It did. It felt like that. Nike had... Seemingly better production quality. but Okay. Sarah,
0: Sarah had the same comment about being very careful about Googling chicks dig the long ball. She thought, uh, really enjoyed the episode. The three of us are hilarious. She did. Oh, wait, hold on. She did have her own list of things that came to her mind. The Cleveland Indians and Mark said, Bob Feller. Mm hmm. There's an old Abbott and Costello routine
1: about there's a feller pitching. Well, well, well there's not a new Abbott and Costello routine, so by definition kind of has to be old. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you seen the new one on TikTok from Abbott and Costello? <laughs> hey, I'm Abbott! Sorry. Sorry I interrupted. <laughs> Please continue.
0: Uh, the thing that comes to mind from the Cubs is the Bartman ball. The Dodgers is timeless sort of Weight Watchers. Her Colorado Rockies is the hot tub on the first baseline. (laughs) The Kansas City Royals, she went to one game and she remembers that the mascot guy in the lion suit had unbelievable dance moves.
1: Think Magic Mike. I'm pretty sure when you think of a sports mascot, you're not supposed to picture Magic Mike. (laughs) There you go. That's going to get you in trouble. Amy's feedback on the episode was that you were the only one doing it right. (laughs) Right.
0: See, I'm glad, I'm glad she agrees with my approach. It's, it's whatever first comes to your mind. However, it, the first thing that came to your mind for the Cubs was Kaufman Stadium. And yet the first thing that came to your mind for the Royals was not the Cubs. So I was a little, we were a little confused as we
1: are I don't know. So link linkages work one way, but not the other way. Okay. Yeah. You know, what what are you going to do? Uh, what do you got? A couple things. Oh, so uh, So speaking of Sarah, I saw I saw somebody tweeted this uh, November 29th. <laughs> I I will have to send you the picture <laughs> so that we can post it wherever we post this stuff. <laughs> so on the on the on, Oh, I I almost had to put a dollar in the social media chart. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was close. So somebody tweeted out, and again, I, I, I'm not even vouching. This is on Twitter, so the odds of it being anywhere near accurate are probably, I don't know, nothing, whatever, fine. Twitter source of no truth and knowledge? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to send you the image right now so that you can look at that. Is there a silver monolith in the middle of that? There is not. Nah, not in this one. But okay. but what here's what i the looking thing. at. Well, ostensibly, according to the tweet, you know, does does your local TV stations does one of them have like you can send in you can send in pictures that you took in the area and they'll put them up and show oh they were up they were out here and here's a picture of a sunset or something beautiful. I don't know. Does any of your TV stations do that? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So, I mean, every place I've been, TV station, at least once a week will say, hey, we got this photo in from this place. Ooh, look how beautiful this is. According to this tweet, she says, quote, a girl keeps sending my local news station screenshots of the landscape from Red Dead Redemption 2 for their out and about news segment, and they keep putting them on the news thinking it's a photo. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> And the photo here says, courtesy, Bella McGuire. And so the tweet says, Bella, I salute you. <laughs> so now we know that Sarah <laughs> submits screen captures with the... Is that, is, is that how she publishes her books under the name Bella McGuire? <laughs> anyway, so...
0: <laughs> Sarah's book, actually, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's actually a very good segue. Sarah's book is coming out. Um, the book launch is in January on Amazon, so uh, look for Sarah Judson Brown's book coming out. We'll plug it again. Awesome, and not not under the nom de plume Bella McGuire, okay, or or Jerry McGuire, yeah, or, or, or any other McGuire,
1: yeah. Lizzie McGuire. The uh, the other follow up I had. So when last we talked, I was trying to update the maps in my truck. <laughs> yeah. And then I figured out that I built the USB key wrong, so I was going to rebuild it and then go plug it back in and figure it out. Okay, so this is like, whatever is the opposite of Todd's tech corner, this is where the next two minutes of this is going to (laughs) be. Well, it's actually eventually became, actually, eventually became not my fault. So I I rebuilt the USB key, I followed the directions exactly, went back out, and the truck still said, nope. This doesn't work. And I was going to get ready to redo this whole thing, use a Windows computer, try all over again. Then I thought, you know, maybe I should, uh, to the Google. And um, Lisa actually said, I don't know, have you, have you looked up anybody else that's having this problem? And I thought, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I should go look. So I, so I started doing an excellent three. idea. Yeah. And people were having, there were people having some problems. And so I went back and I looked. Now, <clears throat> once I read the directions yet again, just as a recap, I got an email saying that I may, I may qualify for updated maps, point of interest, speed limits, all that stuff to, to my truck. But it won't do it over the air. It won't do it through Wi-Fi. You, you either have to buy a USB key or make your own. So I did all of that. And it said that this is not formatted correctly. So I go back and I look. So so in order to see if you qualify, you put the VIN number in and the, and the number of the, your sync system or whatever, and then it says, congratulations, you qualify, and then it lets you download all of that. And I go back all through all the directions, and it says, yes, you qualify for this. And then it says prerequisites. And it says, you must have version 3.4 or higher of the Ford sync system. So I go check my version. I have version 3.3. Oh, well, maybe there's my problem, right? So I need to update. I need to update the entire system so that the new map could be applied to it. So then I go to the other web page that says update your software, and I put the VIN number in, and it says you have version 3.3, you are up to date, no updates available. Isn't isn't this a brand new truck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just checking. Yeah. So so. Just to recap, I'm entitled to a map update, but the map update is dependent upon a software update that I'm not entitled to right now. (laughs) So then I get into the board and I'm like, what is going on here? And some people have talked about how they managed to put the update on, they managed to find an update, make a few changes and update their truck so that they can put the new version on so that they can put the new maps on. And I'm starting to go. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do. Right until the point where people started talking about the problems with it and apparently this is what eventually came out. Apparently, the the new version that I that I can't get for my truck right now. The new version came out for a while and had a small side effect. Namely, in order to save some space on the dash, they didn't put all of the climate control buttons on the dash. There's a few of them, but most of your climate control, like you can turn up, change up the temperature, right? Hot or cold. You can do that with the buttons and you can change the fan speed. But like, if you want to say, does it blow on my face? Does it blow on my feet? Like some of those things, there's no buttons for that. You have to go to the touchscreen and go into the, you hit the climate tab. Right. And then you, oh. right. So, okay. so some of this is all in software. And apparently, when they released this earlier this year, it worked fine, except the climate tab just disappeared from everybody's truck. Oops. Gone. Poof. Gone. So you couldn't fully control the climate system in your truck anymore. So that's that's one way to solve climate change. Yeah. <laughs> You can never change it. So anyway, um, apparently they they pushed it. Maybe out. that's what all the fuss has been uh, has been about about all
0: of this changing climate. <laughs> and and boom, Ford solved it. Had we only
1: known, we just wrote it off. Uh- <laughs> So, yeah, apparently the whole you get a new map, but you have to do the whole thing. That's all. The, the, the reason why I can't move forward is because apparently if I apply the update, then parts of my truck will break. But then I will know what, at least where I am. So anyway, uh, I, wh- who knows? They may fix it. They may not. I I have no idea.
0: So So you can either know where you are yeah. or not have frozen
1: feet. Your choice. Yeah, that's pretty much. They're like, look, you, you, one or the other. You can't have both. I mean, it's a brand new truck. You, what are you expecting? I mean, you can't have everything. <laughs> Where would you put it? <laughs> in the bed. Yeah. So anyway, there's the latest update of, uh, of is Todd's truck updated or not? The answer? Not.
0: <laughs> we got I got I got notes from a couple of new listeners in the last week. Both of my cousins started listening. Sarah Batchelder, who assigned herself, or I assigned her, now I can't remember, uh, listener number 33. That was her high school basketball number. Okay. So. That works. She's she's 33. Uh, David Batchelder does not have a number. He commented that, uh, Dear Dwayne and Todd, uh, a little late to the game, but I started listening to your podcast. Let me say I've just been laughing my ass off all day. Your idea on the bubble was ahead of its time. I'm four episodes in. <laughs> yep. So we're we're, we're going to see if he continues to listen, uh, we're going to see how it holds up. <laughs> now, six months later, or a little longer. I don't know. Yeah, I
1: was going to say at this point, dear Todd and Dwayne, now 20 episodes in, the laughing has stopped. Why did you keep going? <laughs> All my best. <laughs>
0: Dude, we've told you not to binge. We've to- Well,
1: we may have gotten- we, we, we said that later. So you know what? That's true. When he gets to that, he'll know. That's fine. That's fine. We may need to
0: record a promo that people can listen to with these little nuggets. Just call Pat our stats number three. Things, <laughs> things, things we learned along the way. Oh, hey, here's a transition. Speaking of things we learned along the way, Dan Hensing has his own podcast. Uh, fellow cadet alumni Dan Hensing and Dan and I were messaging back and forth on on Facebook yesterday or the day before anyway and he asked for any advice now that we have done 40 of these and they're only on episode 18 he asked if we had any advice do you have any advice for Dan
1: if you uh, if you set the bar low enough at the beginning it makes your job a lot easier <laughs> that's i mean i'm not saying that's good advice or not i'm just saying that's what we did so um yeah yeah i guess the other one would be we're, we're gonna go back because we just keep using this over and over again because it just applies everywhere so we're, we're gonna go back to napoleon's plan <laughs> you just you just show up and see what happens it's how we do none of this has been planned <laughs> I mean, we have, we kind of have a loose
0: outline, yeah. but you know, you, you just, you really need to embrace the fact that failure is always an option and usually highly
1: entertaining. (laughs) It's a train wreck. I cannot look away. So, um, so have we plugged it? What's, what's the name of theirs? Oh, educated idiots. Oh, why didn't we? That's a great, why didn't we take that name?
0: Well, see, they started six years ago and they did somewhere between 14 and 17 episodes. And then they gave up. I'm like, six years. Do that stand on my
1: head. You can wait 13. That's how it's done. You you didn't record for six years. We didn't record (laughs) for 13. You know, the first six are the hardest of not recording. After that, it's pretty well downhill, though. Then it's pretty. It's just it's easy
0: so so anyway hi dan glad you're listening yep hey dan so we may there there may be a crossover episode in our future between the educated idiots talking to todd i don't know we'll see how it goes
1: cabbage off of each other's listenership (laughs) i'm just thinking it's the it's the brilliant crossover event that you can't miss (laughs) We set up all the jokes in one episode on, on, and then, and then we go to the other show. And then we just, we just give all the, we just give, we give all the punchlines and they're not in order. You put, you put the jokes together the way that you want. Man walks into a bar. Coming up next week. Yeah, we'll
0: finish that for you. (laughs) Here's a question for the mind readers out there. I shouldn't have
1: really set that up for you. Did I? That was, that was a mistake on my part. I realize that now. So what do you, you we've had, we've had two weeks off. Have you watched anything? We, we finished the latest season of the, uh, great British bake-off. So ambient television. (laughs) What, what is highly entertaining, uh, this season is that they filmed it during, uh, during this summer and they film it. It's a, it's a baking competition, right? They bake in ovens and they use chocolate and mousse and I mean, they, they make all of this stuff. And this was the hottest summer on record, I think, in London. And there are episodes where they are in a tent outside where it's 100 degrees. ooh, And they're being asked to bake and support support cakes with chocolate and make an... One of the challenges... I'm, I'm not giving much away. One of the challenges is make an ice cream cake. And it's a hundred degrees in the tent go. (laughs) That's a challenge. There's no question about that, that, that right there, that, that's, you know, that's not your normal baking show, right? Like, like that's, I mean, you got your baking show, then you've got your make an ice cream cake in a hundred degrees in a tent. And then right after that is go ahead and make a souffle in a pool with sharks. Right. Like, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the way it ramps up. So anyway, uh, great British bake off. uh, You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lovely show, you know, learn a lot about baking and um, because it's a, it's a British show there, there, there's no alliances and nobody's trying to undercut anybody. (laughs) Everybody who's on the show, they, they're trying to do their, their best. And then they're like, Oh, do you need any help? I can help you. And it's like, you guys don't understand how reality television works. (laughs) Look at that. My goodness. You're you're being supportive. And at the end of it they're like, "Oh, you know, I had a bad week, but I was so glad that he won." And you're like, "I believe that you believe that." That's that's amazing. So, anyway,
0: it's it's, the, it's only an exhibition, not a competition. Please no well, major.
1: Well, it is it is one of the most it is one of the most esteemed competitions in England as a, as far as reality TV goes. And the winner, technically, because uh, the winner, the winner receives an engraved cake plate. That's it. That's the prize: <laughs> a cake plate that says that they won.
0: <laughs> yeah, much it, it it is British. Much ado
1: about nothing. Well, well, it's kind of brilliant TV, right? Because what happens is, if you win it, you get a deal to do a cookbook, and you become very famous in England. And even if you don't win it, if you come in, like they they become celebrities and they do okay. Um, but the TV's the t- the producers don't have to pay out the money, right? <laughs> and and it's kind of brilliant. You're like, instead of like, if you win this, you win one million dollars. Oh my goodness, that's amazing! And instead, they're like, if you win this, you get a plaque, and then you can use that plaque to go earn money. But it's not coming out of my wallet, so yeah. Um, so we, we went through that and the, uh, the entire season is now is now on Netflix. We actually, we got caught up and then we had to wait a couple of days for the, for the final to, uh, to drop. What about you? What have you guys been watching?
0: We, we barely left the house for the last two weeks. I've got a, I've got a laundry list of things. Some, some are just things that I watched and others are things that I would recommend and others are things that I have comments on.
1: Okay. This is sounding pretty complicated. Let me get a, hold on. Let me get a piece of paper <laughs> pen here. Okay. So,
0: the Animaniacs are back on
1: Hulu. <laughs> you know, if you didn't, if you didn't understand the context, that's just a weird sentence. What's Hulu? What? Who? Who's on what? I, is that, so, is there a treatment for that?
0: <laughs> you remember the Animaniacs, right? Um, Yakko and Wacko and Dot, the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister.
1: I don't remember to that level of detail, but yes, I remember the general concept. Yes.
0: And pinky in the brain. and Anyway, um, so the Animaniacs are back on Hulu. The opening, I, I watched two episodes. I didn't watch all of them. I watched two episodes. The first cold open on the first reboot episode, they r- basically redo the opening for Jurassic Park, except they plug in Steven Spielberg in place of the old guy. Okay, because Spielberg did both uh, Jurassic Park and Animaniacs. Oh, okay. Which was which was kind of funny. Them rampaging around and whatever. Anyway, and then the next cartoon, or I don't know, maybe the following one was a throwback, Knights of the Round Table kind of fight the dragon sort of thing. And at one point, wacko raises his sword and runs out of the, runs out of the frame yelling Leroy
1: Jenkins. (laughs) There we go.
0: (laughs) And at that point I knew I, I knew I needed to talk about that on this podcast. (laughs) It's the whole point of the story. Let's see. uh, Finish the boys. Have you watched the boys on Amazon? Um, I have not. No, no. Okay.
1: This is, do you know about it? What I've heard is, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard a few things and generally the, the two, besides the concept, the two things that I've heard from multiple people about it is it's really good and it's unbelievably violent. Yes. And yes. (laughs) Okay. All right. Good. Same show.
0: Okay. Go ahead. They're superheroes, but they're not exactly heroes. So it's like, do you remember? Do you remember
1: Hancock? Um, yeah, I wasn't one of the six people that saw it, but yes, I, I know of it. Yes. <laughs> well, there's only five because I've seen it twice. Oh, okay.
0: I'm pretty sure Will Smith hasn't seen it twice, so. <laughs> I, I, I actually enjoyed Hancock. I I thought that, I mean, it took a little bit of a oddball turn towards the end, but I thought the premise was sound, you know, what if there's a superhero that is kind of a jerk, right? And so the boys took that and turned it to 11 and, and, and then some, and then they got to season two, um, and then said, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly yeah oh oh, you thought you thought season one was wacky oh here we go right so um i i do recommend it it's not for everyone it is incredibly violent it's very very bloody and it is so well done yeah it's it's pretty good let's see other stuff we started watching the flight attendant have you caught this uh, yet hbo max right it's on hbo max have you watched this yet
1: no we have not
0: okay There's some mystery. It's not really a comedy. It's more of a, like a dramedy court kind of thing. We watched the first episode and again, bloody corpse. And Amy looked at me and went, I want to watch the second one, but I don't want to watch it right now. It's, it's not bingeable. Also not bingeable. (laughs) So then, two days later, we watched episode two and turned right around and watched episode three. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It comes out It's a once a week sort of thing that they're dribbling out here. Rosie Perez is in it. it it's pretty well done. The writing's pretty good the the scenery's gorgeous. And they shot it during the pandemic. And they started shooting it before and then had to finish it up here during the pandemic. So I
1: don't hey, know you're that gonna I really have to
0: remind me again
1: what's a what's a flight attendant? What is that? <laughs> and she works for a airline. do not ring a bell. Uh, the, th-
0: the thing I will tell you, the thing that is totally implausible for me is that she makes out with the passenger in the air, in the airplane bathroom and I'm like, oh, there's no way that's ever going to happen. There's not room enough in there for one person, let alone two. That's totally implausible.
1: Excuse me, sir. I don't understand what you're thinking about that. But there is no, this is, I, even even, even on a transcontinental flight, there is not enough room for that to happen, sir. <laughs> even in first class, no. I, you, I, it, you must have really liked it because in our rundown, you've listed the things that you've watched. There's one and then the flight attendant and then another one and then another one and then the flight attendant again and then another one so, so-
0: <laughs> did i list it three You. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other uh, i guess the other piece of entertainment news did you see that the west wing is now leaving netflix um i did not no yep so if i'm gonna binge it one more time i better get going
1: just just to get it just to freshen it up a little bit oh is it wait i was gonna say is that gonna end up on peacock but i don't know who produced it so maybe not or is it gonna end up on HBO max oh that's a possibility that'd be all right i i ended up um every like five times six times a year now they put the entire series on sale on itunes (laughs) So one of those times, I just like fine, whatever. Click, and then just bought them all. So if I, if I have a hankering to go back and uh, and watch some of them, I, I I can go and pull up them through iTunes. Although it turns out after I got them all, here's the weird thing, right? I'm like, man, I wish I could watch it, and I couldn't watch it at the time. And I'm like, I went and bought them all on iTunes. And as soon as I as soon as I now have access to all of them, I'm like, hmm, you in the mood for that? Hmm, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Till you can't. Yeah. If suddenly they're like, sorry, here's your money back. You can't get it. I'm like, but it's off of, I I was going to watch that. <laughs> well,
0: to be fair, you were only going to watch seasons one through four. Cause after that Sorkin left. Yeah. Yeah. Then things get weird. If we want to, we would do this. Um, I I guess this is follow-up. I mean, it's kind of been a running theme around here. Um, commentators in the news and, and, and coaches. And um, uh, so- it, it's been a week. <sighs>
1: Man, our, our theory has been, like, we like sports, we enjoy sports, the athletes, fine, you know what, you know, they, they can go out and do what they want to do, and, you know, there, there'll be some criticism or whatever, but we, we've we highlighted the the quote-unquote responsible people, <laughs> the coaches, the athletic directors, commentators, reporters, pe- people who... who we would expect a little more from because of their job that they're, you know, nobody's trying to like tackle them when they get to do all this stuff. And um, it's been enough of a week that we actually have managed to compile the top three. Are you kidding me? uh, Moments from, uh, from sports in the last week, none of which involve athletes in any way, shape or form. Do do you want to take, because, because I know you're such a fan. Do you want to take number three? Oh, oh, we're going in reverse
0: order on these. Okay, so counting counting down to number to number 1. So we'll start with number 3.
1: Chris Collinsworth, your favorite. My oh, Sorry, your second favorite. Joe Buck. Yeah. Chris
0: Collinsworth endeared himself to the female football fan across the country this week. He was blown away by the idea that ladies comprehend football. And in particular, ladies in Pittsburgh who ask really intelligent questions. Oh my God, Chris.
1: So so I see this and I pulled it up. And his, his quote is Everybody's, he's referring to Pittsburgh. Quote, everybody's a fan. In particular, the ladies I meet, I met. They have really specific questions about the game. I'm like, wow, just blown away. And my thought was, and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not as much of an anti-fan of Chris as, as you are, but my, my, my thought was that they have really specific questions, mostly because they've been listening to you and you're not telling them what the hell's going on in the game. That's the specific questions they have.
0: <laughs> yeah, their really specific question is, why are you still in the booth? Nobody has an answer for that. Why is that guy so special? <laughs> also his kid. Why is
1: his kid special? <laughs> yeah, that was that was not No, wait, wait. Did that happen 20 years ago? Nope, nope, sorry. That happened <laughs> that that happened this week. <laughs> sorry. I I just you read that quote and you just think, "Oh, the ladies have such intelligent such questions about the game. I'm blown away." Oh my Chris, I don't. uh yeah. So you might be, you might be more right about Chris. Than I'm just, I'm, I'm checking my
0: watch and I'm, I'm checking the calendar. Oh yeah. It wait. It is still 2020. Yeah. Yep.
1: I mean, I mean, he, he did, he did receive some commentary about that <laughs> and apologize. Apparently profusely. Yeah, that's, but the cool thing is that's only number three. <laughs> Yeah. Who's, on, who's number two on the list, Todd? I mean, I mean, I put them in an order. Um, we, we, we could have, we could have mixed them up. Uh, number two is um, San Francisco 49ers uh, coach, Kyle Shanahan. Did you see Kyle's uh, comments about, okay. Well, so maybe I
0: did, but remind me.
1: So they're based. Uh, so they're based out of Santa Clara County, right? That's the that's where Levi Stadium is, and that's where their practice yes. facility is. Yeah. And and as they were flying down on Saturday, they were flying from San Francisco to LA. News broke that the Santa Clara County commissioners were implementing a three week, basically a three week lockdown for Santa Clara County that basically said, if you come from more, and it was going to start the following Monday. And if you travel more than 150 miles away from Santa Clara and come into the county, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And there was no exception for any sports, including professional sports, which means that During that three weeks, the 49ers were supposed to host two home games, so teams would have to fly in. They're all more than 150 miles away, so they couldn't host two games. And the other game, when they flew away, when they got back, they were going to have to quarantine for 14 days. So, effectively, the 49ers can't play or practice at home. When asked about that, oh, by the way, and the reason why we're doing this, right? Pandemic, right? These massive, you know, toll, death toll, hospitals are getting full, all of that. When asked about it, Kyle was perturbed. And his comment was, he's like, they did not, they did not tell us ahead of time. The first time I heard about it is when they went on TV and issued a press release. And I'm thinking, that's how that works. The government makes a decision (laughs) and then they go on TV (laughs) and they tell us about the decision. And he was very upset that the 49ers were not given advanced warning by the county so that they could, because he was very upset because they were on a plane going to LA and he had, he had, he has on the plane, which also makes me think. I'm not totally clear what they're doing around protocol because he started talking about I'm on a plane with players and they've got families and wives and girlfriends with them and everybody's coming up to me and asking questions. And my thought was, wait, uh, are they supposed to be traveling on the team playing with you? Anyway, never mind. So anyway, Kyle Shanahan is upset that when public health decisions are made in the county that he is not privy um, to the information ahead of everybody else so that he can make sure that his players feel okay about whatever's going on.
0: Is is this Kyle Shanahan head coach of the 5 and 6 San Francisco 49ers who are 3 games back in the loss column? I believe you're right. Yes. Um maybe if they were the NFC West leading San Francisco 49ers, people would pay more attention to them. I I'm just maybe the county officials forgot they were a football team. I, it's possible. I hey. I mean, it happens to the Cowboys. I understand that. You know what? Coffee's for closers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a reference to the movie Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Hey Kyle, what do you want? You want to you want to set a steak knives? Okay. Um, I'm I'm just thinking. Here you are. The the you're in a county commission, and you got the health department. And you got all this scary data that they're using to make the decisions on. And they're like, are we going to do this? Like, This is going to be incredibly disruptive to the lives and and to the lives of everybody that lives in this amazingly populated county and businesses. And it's going to disrupt. I mean, you're, you're probably disrupting between people that live there and work there. You're probably disrupting multiple millions of people. And you're trying to figure this whole, whole thing out. And what's the least time that we can do? And when are we going to run out of hospital beds? And when are ICUs going to be filled up? And then somebody goes, hey, we forgot something important. What? What? What did we forget? Hey, has anybody called Kyle on the plane and let him know we're doing this? <laughs> hey, yeah. Kevin, call Kyle. <laughs> but, but that wasn't the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> I mean, in the grand scheme of things, um, Chris insulting basically all women that watch football. And uh, Kyle Shanahan thinking that he deserves a heads up more so than anybody else because he's got a semi-professional football team. Um, Any any of the other
0: 1.9 million people that live in Santa Clara County, according to Wikipedia,
1: Source of All Truth and Knowledge? Yeah, yeah. He needed a heads up because they employ about 150 people. So anyway, so the number one. It's number one, not because it has a bigger impact than these other two, because those other two have a much, much bigger impact. This one is number one. Well, for two reasons. One of all, one of all, sorry. First of all, jeez, not used to this. Okay. First of all, <laughs> take two weeks off. See what happens. <laughs> Can't use my words. A, it is so ridiculous. And two, it's our favorite punching bag. Nebraska. The Big Ten's favorite punching bag, but go ahead. (laughs) Now, we've covered Nebraska quite a bit on this show. And here's the thing. I don't have anything against Nebraska until they started doing the stuff that they do. They were the ones that were demanding that they get to play. Let us play. They were going. The attorney general of the state of Nebraska was going to sue the Big Ten to demand that they get to play. And then as soon as the Big Ten said, fine, we'll play, then the next thing that came out of Nebraska was, well, we don't want to play Ohio State. That's not fair. We want to play other teams. So... Okay, fine. I'm not saying that these guys have probably lost the entire plot of football and are now just looking for excuses. I mean, they didn't. They want to play, but they don't want to play Ohio State. Did you see this story after the after Iowa beat them? Yes. Yeah. So for everybody who hasn't, um, Iowa beat Nebraska, and afterwards, Nebraska. The head coach of Nebraska complained that one of the reasons they lost is because Iowa, in a football game, was clapping too loud on their sideline, and it threw off their quarterback. In an empty stadium. In an empty stadium. The sideline was clapping, and it threw us off. They were doing it on purpose so we lost. I talked to the referee about that. I told him what they were doing. They were clapping and he needed to stop them from clapping because it was it was disturbing our center and disturbing. So apparently the center for Nebraska football and the quarterback for Nebraska football apparently normally play tennis. Is the only thing I can think of.
0: It it's
1: it's no wonder they didn't want
0: to go play in the horseshoe in front of 100 Can you imagine if they could hear anything in front of 100,000 fans in Columbus or, me, or in the big me. house Excuse
1: me they can't they can't hear I can't hear it's really loud can you please have the entire um, can you have the stadium be quiet please cuz we're trying to play football here and we need it really super quiet in order to run our offense <laughs> I'm sure the I'm sure the student section in Happy Valley is really going to listen to that I'm just thinking if you're the athletic director and you've gone all in on supporting this bozo. And then after the game, he's explaining the reason why they lost is because the other team was clapping, which threw off your entire offense. You're thinking, have I hitched my wagon to a crazy man? I think I have. I, I, yep.
0: And that crazy man's name is Scott Frost. You can send your letters to Scott Frost care of the university of Nebraska,
1: but do it quietly. Cause he doesn't like clapping. Go, Scott, <laughs> Nebraska, where the N stands for knowledge. Oh, let's see. Um, this this has uh this has nothing to do with uh, with our sports things. Just one. <laughs> I got an email last week. Just real quick. Um, do you? I mean, you 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 well, you used to in the before times. Um, you traveled a lot. Did you use an app? To like combine your agendas or your itineraries and understand where everything was, so you only had one place to look. I don't know. Did you use any app like that?
0: Google kind of does it for me
1: anyway.
0: Um, a lot of it ends up in the. We use the Concur app, which I think is kind of affiliated with TripIt, but I haven't
1: Concur. used Concur bought TripIt. Yeah, so Concur was like the enterprise one, then they bought TripIt, then it became TripIt by Concur, and yes.
0: Yes. Okay. So I kind of use concur and I kind of use Google. I don't really use
1: anything in particular. So I was, I've been using Tripit for years and um, I don't know, somebody, somebody, somebody did something wrong in the, uh, in the email box or something. Because at the end of last week, I get, I get an email from Tripit. And I'm thinking, oh, it must be like a, you know, the Black Friday sale. You know, get your new Pro account or whatever, which would be really hard. Like, I would not want to be selling um, travel tracking services right now. Like, that's a that's a tough gig to sell. Um, but it wasn't that. Instead, it was my monthly travel summary. <laughs> hey, Todd, here's your monthly travel summary. <laughs> You've flown zero times. <laughs> for zero miles and stayed, stayed, stayed in zero hotels for zero nights. Appreciate it. Um, are you sending these out a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand that email doesn't cost anything to send, but I, I... <sighs> the end of 2020, getting a monthly travel summary <laughs> is, uh... <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i just thinking, they're like, remember, remember we're an app on your phone. We're <laughs> right next to the Delta app. Delta. I don't know what that is. What is that? Is that a thing? Nah, never heard of them. <laughs> uh,
0: the, the Robin Hood Daffy Duck um, trip it, trip it, trip it, trip it, trip it, trip it, <laughs> I, think, I think they should use that in an ad. <laughs> trip, trip it, trip it, trip it, trip it. Because it in, when you say trip it, That's exactly where my mind goes. I I may grab a little snippet of that Daffy Duck cartoon.
1: I'm just, I'm just thinking you start, you start dropping in, uh, you start dropping in Daffy Duck into, uh, into our podcast and all we're going to, all you're going to hear is how much did you idiots pay for that? (laughs) Well, we paid the Warner brothers and the Warner sister.
0: (laughs) So, uh, what did you learn this week? So this week, um, my, my mom let me know and then um, a bunch of our high school friends as well commented and, and posted and, and shared memories on Facebook of Mr. Broman, uh, Warren Broman, who we both had, I think, in eighth grade and again in high school as our science teacher. Uh, Mr. Broman passed away this week. And so there was some there was some nice memories and commentary shared amongst our classmates, and in, in particular, so uh, Kelly Emerson originally posted uh, Mr. Broman's obituary. Suzanne Fye, Suzanne Davies, commented. I had him for chemistry in an eighth and then physics in high school. He was always willing to tutor prior to late practice. If it wasn't for his help and Todd Prince and Chris Searles, physics would have done me in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Kelly commented "Oh, about she forgot we had him in junior high. And yes, Todd and Chris were so dang smart. Good times.
1: I, I don't... I don't feel good that our high school, our high school classmates are commenting on the passing of one of our, uh, one of our uh, beloved teachers and Chris and I keep coming up in that, that, that sounds bad somehow. Yeah. Uh, But, but good memories, good memories of him and,
0: and good memories of the two of you and, and high school times. Yeah. So, um, I guess a, what I learned this week was Mr. Roman passed away, but then it, it, it spurred some, some nice, some nice interaction. So, so what did you learn this week? So,
1: um, <laughs> I learned we were in a parade. I didn't, I, t- I didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. We didn't intend to be in a parade. We didn't want to be in a parade, but we learned that we were in a parade. And you might think, how can that possibly happen, Todd? last weekend we uh, we 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 drove to another city, and we were on a freeway, <laughs> and I had to get off the freeway, which meant I had to get out of the fast lane into the slow lane. And at first, it was odd because the slow lane was traveling really, really slow. And there were like some lights and hazard like fl- hazards flashing. And you're thinking, what what is going on here? And then you notice that almost every vehicle is flying between 1 and 9 flags of different stuff. And they're purposely going incredibly slow on a freeway.
0: Were, were they were they running campaign buses off the road? Is this one of
1: those kinds of parades? Well, there were no buses running off the road because it's 24 days after the election and there's no more campaign buses,
0: <laughs> oh, but
1: there are parades. <laughs> so yes. So at some point, <clears throat> I don't want to be in the parade. <laughs> you know what? If you want to have a parade, it's Saturday. Do what you want to do. That's cool. It's fine. Do your thing. You want to get together with a bunch of buddies and drive, <laughs> drive around town? Below the, below the minimum speed limit on a freeway, okay, whatever. But at some point, I have to exit. <laughs> and unlike Des Moines, in this city, the exits are on the right. I know, you fixed it, but the joke's good, so just let it be. You haven't been in Des Moines for quite a while, have you? I know that they fixed it, but seriously. <laughs> Des Moines, the exits on the left. That was one of the greatest slogans I've ever heard. (laughs) So much better than city of Skywalks. Des Moines, the exits on the left. Uh (laughs) The Des Moines technically international airport. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I've got to get, I I have to get, so we're driving along and it's like, whoa, where's all this, you know, because everybody who doesn't want to be in a parade and wants to go the speed limit is all getting in the left-hand lane. So as I'm coming up on this, I'm like, whoa, traffic's moving, must be an accident or something. No, there's just a slow moving blockade rumbling down the freeway. And it's like, okay, all right, well, fine. So we're just flying along. And then it's like, oh, this is longer than I thought. And, And I have to exit. So here's what I need to do. I need to merge into the right lane and reduce my speed greatly and then roll along surrounded by, let's just call it parade floats. They're not, they're trucks. Um, You got a truck. You probably blended right in. I was in my truck. That was the problem. Um, You you could have gotten out and talked truck with these folks. Nope. 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 Nope although I could have gotten out and talked truck because we were moving about that slow on the freeway. So anyway, in my big truck, it's not big, it's a small truck, but whatever I had to merge over and then spend a mile or so in the middle of a parade. I didn't want to be in, (laughs) but there I am. And I thought, well, at least when we get to the exit, I'll be able to get out of this. Guess where they were exiting. (laughs) Nice. Well, yeah, that's handy. Yeah, so I got to get off the exit and then continue going slowly to back up traffic so that everybody could read the flags. Um on the exit, on the off ramp and then and then luckily they they then all were merging onto another uh multi-lane highway and and I got to take the frontage road and uh and finally speed up by going to a stop sign. Uh, but anyway, so that's what I learned. Um, I hadn't planned on it, wasn't expecting it, but uh, but I got to participate in a in a parade. And by in, I mean I was physically in a parade. I wasn't in the parade, you know, from that sense. But anyway, so there you go. It was uh, 24 days after the election, and I was in an election parade. So <laughs> awesome, awesome. I learned a lot. Snowflake. <laughs>
0: Our music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Encompetech.com under a Creative Commons Attribution License. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcasts or Spotify and even Podbean or a whole bunch of other places. Just search Talking and the number two. No G, no space. If you're listening to this, you probably already found us. But you can subscribe so you make sure you get the updates and you can tell your friends. So, uh, you can also comment on anything that you heard here or anything on any of the previous episodes. If you decide to go back and pick up, you know, please don't say Harry Carey or fans who needs them. Uh, yeah, you can go back. You can pick that one up. You, you could listen to the Double London episode, which Mark still hasn't done, uh, or or a bunch of other things. Anyway, if you've got comments, you can comment on our page on Facebook. You can also... By talking to Todd Merch on Zazzle, did you know that this week they were running a sale on custom wrapping paper? Saw that. Yep. And I thought I could order. Luckily, I already have some. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this isn't new. I had custom Todd paper 20 years ago.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And I still have some of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So do I. Oh, <laughs> uh, that jokes for Leroy. You can tweet at us at Talking to Todd and the website is talking to Todd.com Thanks to all our listeners, especially the new ones, especially Sarah and David and Jack and any of the other new listeners, Dan, we hope you're enjoying it. Um, you can send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Todd. Thanks, Mr. Broman. So on that note, until next week, we've been talking to Todd.